stamp is October 8th at night, 10.28 p.m. Pacific Time, 2020, just in case. Are we time stamping I noticed we never do time stamps. <laughs> I noticed we never do time stamps, and like the Mario episode came out after the one we recorded after we recorded the Mario one. Right. So we could have said stuff and confused people, and then so doing a timestamp just lets them know that. Okay. Um, even though we aired episode X after episode Z, we actually recorded Z before X, or you know, yeah, something like that. I don't. I I'm not worried about confusing people. I mean. <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to preface everything that we say today with I am fucking cranky as a motherfucker because I'm, I'm taking a- this fucking Python class and the professor is a fucking shitty fucking teacher and I'm like halfway through a 30-week class and I'm just like, and then I've talked to this other, other, other Python teacher. He's like, dude, just finish it out. Learn as much as you can, and then and then take another class. But like, don't stop halfway because like, you just you know, just huh. figure out ways. But like, this fucking professor sucks. He's such a good teacher in the terms of like passing on information, and then he gives you all the theories and explains all the theories, and is like, okay, here's some problems. We're moving on to the next chapter. You're like, you're not gonna, oof, like go through any real world examples. No, no, you should just be able to figure that on your own. Oh man, but what the fuck? That's like. What? That's like trying to explain CPR to somebody and saying, and then just walking away and not doing it on a test dummy. You're like, no, no, you're just going to give them three compressions and then and then the mouth thing and then and then just do repeat that. Well, yeah. can we practice? No, no, you you can figure it out. You, you yeah. can just figure it out on your own. I don't, I don't yeah. want to give you the answer. That's what he keeps saying. I don't want to give you the answer. Right. You need right. the answer to success. So the reason why I get so triggered by this, and this is not, and 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 I and I promise you, <laughs> unlike no, last it. time, I will tie this in. Let's I will tie it. this into crypto. We don't have to. It's okay. So, I've I've explained. I've, I think I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this in the past. I, I went to um, undergrad for aerospace engineering at UC San Diego. You know, top fucking ten school in America. And and when I was a junior, it was the second hardest school in in. Either um, it was the second hardest school in America to get into, um, uh, weighted wise, like for how many people applied to how many people they let, they let in. Mm-hmm. So like my family loved to brag about that yeah, line. So you're smart. But the thing about but the thing about engineering program in that school was this was back when engineering was a really impacted um, profession. So there weren't a lot of jobs, unlike now. So back then, their whole job. Their whole purpose was to weed out as many fucking people as possible. Mm-hmm. They flat out said, there's 300 people in here. We're going to try to whittle it down to like 60 over yeah. the next two years. Well, I got weeded out as and well. You're like, yeah. But they're like, no, no, no. Like, like, wait a minute. That's like, why would you fucking let me come in and spend money and pay you to teach me when your whole job is to sabotage me and not make me and not and not have me be successful. Like your goal is hoping I won't be successful at that point. And now that I think about it now, it's just like, fuck you, give me my fucking money back. Because you actively, I paid you to teach me and you actively sabotaged me. Because you didn't want all of us to graduate at the end of the, at the, end of the four years as engineers. Like that should be against the law. You should not be able to collect money from an 18-year-old who's taking out student loans, who doesn't really understand what student mm-hmm. loans are at that point. You know, no 18-year-old really understands that. Yeah, that's and a then problem to have with that. academia. 
Yeah, seriously. So what was happening with the teachers there is they were doing the same thing this fucking asshole on Coursera is doing in the Python class. And he's, he's a nice human being, but he's doing the same shitty teaching technique where he's teaching you to fail. And the people who are innate, who innately understand the, 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 the theory of Python will succeed. So it's almost like he doesn't want people to, he doesn't want to impact the field and potentially lose his job. So he's hoping that only a limited people will actually make it all the way through. And I get very frustrated with that because it, it's like putting a boot on a car on the industry. So you're putting a boot on the industry. So the industry can't really ever excel because you're getting a very limited few people who understand the theory and can make that jump, even though some of the smartest people in the field may never get there because they just like, you know, some people don't, don't learn well reading a book and they need visual. Some people don't, you know, some people need to read the book and don't understand the visual, you know? So when you teach one specific way, you're limiting a ton of talent from the talent pool. And now we have, thousands thousands up thousands of, of job opportunities up in silicon valley and they say we just can't find any americans we can't find any americans to fill these spots no american all the americans are just too dumb we like they're not educated enough in engineering and coding we need more h1b visas and it's and it's infuriating because our t, our education system the people in this country are so fucking ignorant and, and uneducated because of the way we've been teaching people. We don't rank in the top 20 for math out of developed nations. We don't rank in the top 20 for science in, in developed nations. We don't rank in the top 20 for, for languages, for, for reading comprehension out of developed nations. Like it's, it's embarrassing how fucking stupid our country is and people just continue this fucking downward spiral of stupidity. And I don't want to say stupid because it's not an innate thing. It's, you know, there's probably a bunch of really fucking intelligent, smart people, but they haven't been taught well. And the teachers are bad and they're sabotaging the students. And it's like this fucking never ending cycle. And it just makes me, it infuriates me because we have so much potential in this country because we have the smartest people from all over the world fight to get here. So our genetic talent pool is so fucking off the charts because the smartest people in the world figure out a way to get here against all odds. And then they mix with that gene pool. So you're getting like, you know, smart people from from this hemisphere and that hemisphere and, you know, and, and the East and the West and all over. And they all combine to make these like fucking super brain babies. But, you know, it. it but then we have shitty people teaching them. And it's just like, the only thing I can, I can really like equate it to is like weightlifting. If I said to you, JJ, uh, here's the theory behind lifting weights. They're the weights you've never, I'm not going to let you watch anybody lift weights and I'm not going to practice with you on, on lifting weights. You just need to go figure out and don't hurt yourself. Go. And then you make one mistake and you pull a muscle and you're like, fuck that. I, I'm not going to do it again because I'm not getting any guidance I, I, I just hurt myself badly and I could go fucking play music instead. You know, even though 
lifting weights is like the best job in the world and you make $150,000 a year, you're like, fuck it. It's just like not worth it. I mean, I'm not getting any help. And it's just, it, that's, so for me, I enter the, I enter the crypto space after that experience in undergrad. And I feel like it's the same thing all over again. There's all this fucking talent, but if they don't, you know, go into the prescribed method of Bitcoin, then no one's really helping them. They're all just kind of like flying by the seat of their, their pants. And then when they try to like, mm-hmm. they, they come up with something magical or, you know, something that really could work, they're like, ah, it's not Bitcoin. Fuck it. We're just going to throw it away. And you're like, you were throwing away so much fucking talent that could make this whole space explode. Mm. And then also we reach out to people and we say, hey, you need to be buying this. And they're like, well, can you explain it? They're like, I don't have time to explain it. If I have to explain it to you, then you obviously just don't understand it. And then I, you know, I don't have time to explain it to you. Oh, thanks, Satoshi, you fucking dumb prick. Like, how the fuck do you expect it to be a world currency if you don't have fucking time to explain it to people? Come on, dumbass. It's like, and then that kind of ethos, that kind of like bad boy ethos kind of got passed on. And now like, that's the cool thing to do is to say, fuck you. I don't have time. I don't have time to explain it to you. Well, haha, fuck you. You know, less than 1% of the world's actually going to use it now. So joke's on you. So now you're just, now, now you're at the fucking bottom of the pyramid scheme and you can't fucking sell it to anybody else. And now your bags are going to fucking sit there and they're never going to go anywhere because you're a shitty teacher. Okay. That's my fucking rant. Had to get that off my chest. Uh, oh man it's, so that's why i'm cranky this is going to be the easiest and then fucking podcast. Apple sucks so fuck apple <laughs> keep going keep going i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt uh, i was just about to say this is going to be the easiest podcast in the world for me i just sit here and listen uh michael Two it sounds row. like you're it sounds like you're having a, sounds like you're having a rough day <laughs> and um and uh and welcome to keyword crypto everybody uh, I hope you're having yeah, a better day than we are. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, oh my um, god! It must felt, feel feel good to get that off your chest a little bit, at least though. No, no, because uh, the problem still exists. I guess it's yeah. uh, yeah, we've got a big problem with education exists. in this country. Big problem with education, and that people don't even understand what it is and what it's for because they think it's for making money. Yeah. I guess I know I'm a teacher. And well, I'm then you have for, an entire I, group of people who who want to who sabotage it. Like you have an entire party, 50% Mm -hmm. of our country tries to sabotage our our education system because they want to make more money for themselves and their friends by having privatized versions. Even though privatized versions don't show to be any more successful for students. Sorry, go. It's it's all right. It's all right. Um, I forgot what I was saying. (laughs) (laughs) You're a a Uh, teacher. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm a teacher and I actually work at a university. And as much as the university thinks that they're a great university, they're a for-profit school and that's what they are and uh i i i I kind of am looking forward to the time when all of the knowledgeable professors go you know i can teach this online i actually don't need an institution and we'll see what happens to education then the what do you call that democratization of education the disruption of the current academic system well, um, well, that's what that's what Coursera was supposed to be, and it turns out to be just as fucking shitty as the previous version. Yeah. Well, no, it it it. I don't know how it will work when there are entities that are trying to control that democratization. You know, because that's then you get into 
then you get into one individual controlling an entire industry. It's just another monopoly. Well, yeah. But um, I'm glad you were able to tie it into crypto because it, it does feel that way. I have not... I, I mean... Wait a second. I was I sent you a message earlier today that said like I haven't been paying attention to crypto at all, but so much shit has happened since yeah, a lot. since our last episode or since the last episode before the last episode because the episode that came out because well, we haven't the recorded for was two weeks. One, yeah, it was the one before the one the last episode that came out was the <laughs> second to last episode that we recorded. Um, That's and, why I did a timestamp today. <laughs> yes. So now we have timestamps because I don't think anybody's sure going to understand that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, well, we could all. Uh, I thought of a game. I thought of a game we could play where we could just look at the news and go, "Oh shit, what the hell is coming next?" Because um, that uh, that that thing that Coinbase dropped on the world, saying they just don't give a fuck about anyone except themselves, um, and yeah, sc- that, screw dude? screw you, world, and and all the employees that are leaving because we don't really give a shit what happens. Whenever, whenever, like we're we're in a particular time where if you if you say you don't care about what happens and, and what what if you say oh we're not taking a political message, I mean that's like saying we're worth eight billion dollars, so it doesn't matter what happens. That's that's what they're saying. Yeah, that's really. literally the exam. That's literally the definition of privilege. Yeah, definition. Like, I of don't privilege. have to care. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it because I don't have to because I don't need to worry about it because I'm fucking so rich it doesn't matter to me. That's fucking and privilege. That is, you fucking that dumb is, bald bitch. That is <laughs> like you, Brian. Wh- that is the one of the most infuriating things about. Uh, not just the world, but crypto, but not just crypto, but the entire world right now is people who are saying that they're saying that people who are saying that, you know, I'm, I have enough money, so I don't really need to care about the people that, you know, need the most change in the world. In fact, I have so much money that, exactly. the, that the status quo is fine with me, or even if it gets worse, I'm okay, basically. And to and wrap the fact it, that Brian wrap it Armstrong is such a fucking dumb fuck that he doesn't understand that that's the antithesis of cryptocurrency that was built on helping oppressed people. <laughs> but he yeah. doesn't get that. It's like, what? I mean, oh my God. So, like, this is another thing. So, you have, uh, what's his Easiest name? Easiest podcast who owns in the world. Kraken? Easiest oh podcast God. in the world. So, who's the guy that, o- who the guy, who's the guy that owns or that, that owns and runs Kraken? Kraken, whatever it's uh, called. What's his name? Nerd, nerdy white guy with long hair. What's his name? Yeah, yeah I know you're talking blonde about. Blonde hair. Fuck, yeah. whatever. That guy is so fucking dumb. I fucking, I just, I, I'm he just, really I'm is. done. I'm fucking yeah. just calling, I'm calling everybody dumb now because I'm, I'm tired of fucking stupidity. He says, taxes are too high in California, oh, so was, I'm going to leave because it's, because the next thing is going to be the Nazis, like the Jews getting gassed. Like he's equating high taxes in California to the fucking Nazis. That's how fucking stupid this motherfucker is. Yeah, I mean, and, he, and he's like, that I'm gonna awful. leave. I'm gonna leave and 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 go and go take my business elsewhere. It's like, good, you motherfucking taker, because that's all that fucking little bitch is. He's a taker, and and bitches like him, they fucking take and take and take from the from society yeah. and 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 use taxpayer funded infrastructure to build their businesses. And then once they fucking become successful, they're like, oh, I don't want to pay back. 
I don't want to give back to the, to the to the state that helped me get my business going by giving me grants and and making sure the roads were good and giving me a good fucking infrastructure of a city that gave tax breaks to Silicon Valley businesses that helped that whole like that whole community build up into the powerhouse that it is. That didn't happen by accident. If it did, it would have happened in, in North Dakota. It didn't. It would have happened in South Carolina. It didn't. It would have happened in Florida. It didn't. It's because California focused on taking all that tax revenue and gener- and putting it towards those people to build them up and to build up their success. And then the takers, the fucking rich fucks who don't want to give back, who take all the, the money from the labor of the fucking workers who built it, then they, then they take it away and they don't want to give back to the people. And they say, oh, I don't want to give you a raise. Well, then we're going to raise your taxes and, and increase minimum wage. Well, fuck you. I'm just going to I'm just going to move to a different state where they don't have that. So you're literally taking the blood, sweat, and tears of your employees, and then not giving back to the social services that help them because you're too fucking cheap and you're too fucking greedy to actually give them a livable wage. Like fucking Jeff Bezos. Fuck these people. I'm so fucking tired of takers. Burn it all to the ground. Okay, rant over. <laughs> <laughs> rant number two in the bag <laughs> uh yeah uh um yeah i feel the same it's way called michael rants <laughs> um no I, I was thinking that while you were ranting i was thinking at kraken like don't they sponsor the what bitcoin did podcast yeah that, that's that's right <laughs> yep <laughs> that's 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 right okay that makes sense um, I didn't yeah, want no, to bring there, it up. <laughs> there's, there's, uh, there's a lot of evil shit going on. There's a lot of evil shit, evil dudes in crypto. And another part of the news is that the U.S. government is kind of coming after them, and that's something that we haven't really talked about on this show yet. But we've talked a lot about the kind of crazy shit that 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 the uh, that the exchanges get into and get away with. I do not really yeah. understand. I don't really understand, like. It took years, like BitMEX was around for for years doing what they were doing and to finally get pressure from the US, from, from was it the SEC or the CFTC? Um, what the, one, one, of the, one of the investors was arrested and now uh, Arthur is at large. Like he, there's a warrant out for his arrest or and something. He, ste- or the train- he stepped down. He stepped, he stepped down, down yesterday. Okay. So how is it that Binance can still be doing what it's doing? Like what like is the the clock is just ticking on Binance. Well, because they right? have they have an American they have an American arm. So that but was kind of their their appeasement of I don't know, we have we have a US thing and we and we push the US oh, customer base to our seems, US arm. That seems like so, so but they're still they still operate an exchange that I mean, like you can still, you can you can still use a VPN to get on their exchange, right? It's really no different than Bitmex because they have derivatives, and as far as I know, they're doing the same uh, kind of thing. So it's only I mean, a matter of time. Honestly, uh, okay, from a legal standpoint, I'm 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 I probably I'm not sure if I should say this, but like I'm using it because I'm allowed. I'm it's letting me. Because for the longest time, it was saying you can't use this anymore because you're yeah. in America. So I stopped using it for like nine months, oh, I'd be and then really so like when that. I would try to go on, when I would try to go on like Bitthumb and all those other ones, like or uh, they well, wouldn't let me on. 
And then so one so, day I just forgot and I went to the wrong. I hit the I hit the wrong Binance and I logged in and I was like, oh wait a minute, I'm in the the non US one. I wonder how many people. And are it just doing let that, me in, not even knowing it. I so wonder. I you, so I don't know if I don't know if they actually changed. They made an agreement with the US and so now they're okay. I honestly don't know, and it's very difficult to find out. That's pretty scary because they could probably force KYC at any moment, in which a lot of people are probably still using it and they don't know. Now, here's the question: Like, where does oh, I'm actually know, KYC'd on on that I, on Binance? I don't know. So, so I don't. One. So I don't know what. Uh, I don't really know what the law is for the for the retail investor in in the U.S. Like, is it technically illegal? to use an offshore exchange. I mean, that would be kind of like money laundering, I, I would think. That, that law would 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 apply for just a retail investor. So it's probably illegal to use Binance, technically. It's probably illegal to send your money there and trade it for something else and then send it back, I would think. Maybe not. But I mean, if you're paying taxes on it, I don't see what the problem is, honestly. Then I think you're that's technically what I get frustrated not money laundering, with. but but anything that they can't monitor seems like it would be. I mean, that's that's the thing. It's like I try, but they can I, monitor. I, it's a blockchain. That's it's like well, yeah, everything's so. on the blockchain. Well, not really. I mean, they can. Well, I guess they, not because they can't, yeah, because Binance they, technically they, they Binance can't monitor decentralized. They can't monitor the the exchanges like that's something that's internal for the exchanges and they can't see what's going on with the wallets yeah. and stuff like yeah, that true and i have been so yeah. like one of the reasons that i have been so interested in like the the anonymous cryptocurrencies is because i'm trying to wrap my head around how the regulations are going to fall in the future like how is how is the sec going and the cftc or whoever whoever creates the regulate the congress basically whoever creates the laws around this I want to know how they're going to fall because I think that's going to be the thing that makes it really hard for cryptocurrencies in the future is the ones that, um, you know, are maybe become securities or the ones that just get outlawed because there's no way to, to monitor them. Um, it's, uh, you sent me that tweet that, that the, that the IRS has commissioned somebody finally to crack Monero. Yeah, well, two let's firms. See if that's gonna, yeah, two firms are going to try to crack Monero. Two we'll see. Firms. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. And as we know, these <laughs> these cryptocurrencies, these anonymous ones, it's not like they are. It's not like they are perfectly anonymous, and there's no way to. There. That's the thing. It's like from what I understand, that it's really just a bunch of features that make it really really hard to track it's not like you can't see it's like there's yeah. just a bunch of little smoke and mirrors basically so it's just a matter of getting around all those that's the way i imagine it at least of course anybody who really understands monero would be like no jj you're a dumb fuck and you don't know what you're talking about but <laughs> when when uh when when beanstalk when elena was on here she was saying like it's not it's it really is. It's just a way of hiding metadata. Or it's a way of hiding a lot of the transaction. But you can still see who's getting yeah. it, or you, you can still see you know whatever parts of that transaction. So I, I'm really curious to see how that's going to happen. How how the hammer is going to fall for a lot of these cryptos? Because that's going to be a big thing. I mean, right now it's still the wild oh, west. Yeah. Well, just like the just like with Bit Bitmex. I mean, how much money was in there? That was a that was a 
chunk that was a sizable chunk of of money that is now oh my god out of the market it, and it's not beanstalk anymore just so you know oh it's yeah like that's iron right. heart or something like that iron what is it iron what eagle iron face iron iron something <laughs> iron pants stab you in the throat that <laughs> iron what is it iron yeah i don't know looking, I, we'll have to get her back right on now. to talk about iron pants um <laughs> iron maiden yeah uh, Iron Maiden. Um, hmm. Well, anyway, Iron I'm fish. having a rough day too. There we go. Iron I had, Iron Fish. <laughs> I had to I had to deal with an internet service provider for like three hours as they sent me around to different departments that couldn't solve my my issue today. That's the state of mind that I'm in. I am incredibly tired and I have a headache. Yes. And- Fuck you, Peter Thiel. You fucking Nazi <laughs> bitch. <laughs> fucking Peter Thiel. I want to fucking yeah, punch that Nazi yeah. in the face. Fuck. And, so if you uh, haven't read Zero to One, the book pretty much advocates for creating monopolies in the U.S. That's pretty well, much the whole that, point of like, the book. Everybody, every like crypto asshole on Twitter would probably love that shit, man. It's like, oh, oh taxes yeah. are They're all and- like. And and I want to like a- any good idea is one that snuffs out everything else and can be the only uh, you know that's that's really that's the goal. Which is of the antithesis of decentralization. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's, like, it's pretty sad. It's pretty sad to see, and it's it's hard. Well, you, know like, it hard. you know what makes it hard is, for me is two face. What makes what it is? hard for me is it makes it hard to it makes it makes it hard to build anything in this world. Because you're going to yeah. be competing with people like that. I mean, I'm trying to build something right now, and it's really hard not to be a capitalist about it because that's the game that we're playing. Like, I don't want to play that game. I just want to make something that a lot of people can use and can benefit a lot of people. That's really all I want to do. Like, genuinely, that's all yeah. I want to do. Of course, I need to make money doing it because that's one, that's the only way I can pay people to to build with. That's the only way that I can... Yeah. That's the only way I can put a value on what I'm doing, ironically. Like, people will take it more seriously if I'm actually making money to do that. It's just sickening. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the world we live in. I mean, I feel like there's a way to do it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But I feel like there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way to do it. There's got to be a way to do it in a way like that, where, like, maybe, you know, Apple's 99 cent song thing that completely destroyed record stores um, where it doesn't feel like you're paying a ton of money for stuff, but you're actually benefiting people to build stuff. I don't so, know. It's a really good question. Is there I mean, a way like to there's build gotta without be a, playing the game? There's got to be a way to do it. I don't know because Just so, I, mean, I feel like, you know, I feel like the only way, like it's when we had Jason Williams on the air, he said, I want to be a billionaire so I can do the most good in the world. Oh man. Like, punch yeah, punch me in the face so please cringe. because like it's, it's yeah. very cringe it's like come on it's Jay, very cringe like, because do you not understand like <laughs> um God. well that means that really limits that really i mean if you take that philosophy that really limits who can do good in the world you know like that <laughs> yeah great because thanks it's like for making me feel like i'm actually doing something a, and being altruistic pie. but also it's like it's like hey jason it's a pie if you take 99% of it 
you're hurting. You're like, I want to, I want to be a billionaire so I can do all this good in the world. Well, just the act of becoming a billionaire hurts millions of people. So, so what yeah. you're gonna you're gonna hurt all these people and then become a billionaire and then try to help them? Just don't fucking hurt them in the first place. Anand, yeah. Anand, uh, Jura, how to Juradatus always says that it's like just like stop trying to like fix everything, stop breaking it in the first place. Move fast and break yeah. things. No, no, don't fucking break things, asshole. Because every time you break something, you're hurting someone's life. Stop being a fucking asshole. Stop hurting people. Stop being like Peter so, Thiel uh, and like in destroying creativity. Stop being like Bitcoiners and stopping you know who are who are limiting creativity in the crypto space. They're they're actively sabotaging creativity in the crypto space. That's not that's so not looking, beneficial for crypto. I'm looking at a headline right now that says Jack Dorsey puts fifty million into Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin yeah. crypto empowerment fund. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> empowerment. Um, I am investing my money into Bitcoin for empower for personal empowerment is what I'm doing. <laughs> I love the uh, the Orwellian <laughs> hey, terms that people come up with. And what's uh, who who is it? Peter Brand or whatever the 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 gold bug on Twitter is. Uh, what's oh, his, you is mean that who it is Peter? Uh, P, uh, oh, oh you mean name? you mean the fuckface, um, uh, asshole, the guy who hates Bitcoin? Um, yeah, yeah. Peter, he something. did say something yeah. really smart I, though. Wait, wait, he said something really smart today. He he just said he's like, uh, oh, um, they've been buying that for the last, you know, f- year, and it didn't affect the price at all. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. All that new money coming into the market and no one even noticed because the price didn't change at all. What does that tell you about Bitcoin? <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> okay. That's that's my take on Bitcoin is that it doesn't matter. It, it, just, it just doesn't matter. It's 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 probably like one and, guy who's deciding what the price of Bitcoin is at any given moment. Yeah, exactly. And then there's also another Bitcoin news: the Lightning Network. Um, Oh, is it finally uh, working? Is it finally working? No. <laughs> there was just a huge, there was a huge issue. There's a huge vulner, vulnerability discovered. And they're like, please, pl- please update your nodes. Please. It's urgent. Please upgrade your nodes. Ooh, and I'm thinking good. like, okay. I mean, it's just how many, I feel like I read one of these headlines every three months for Lightning Network. Mm-hmm. And people say, well, you know, it's still an, ex- like, you know, Mario's like, oh, it's still an experiment. Oh, it's- it's it's okay. an experiment. Okay, it's hey, an wait, experiment. Wait for that's, Lightning that's, 2.0. that's still not working. And and then people say, well, you know, there's there's so much traffic on on Bitcoin. It's like, well, the Lightning Network is not the Bitcoin chain. So how much traffic is there actually on the Lightning Network? So you can't say, well, Bitcoin's market cap is this, and alt altcoins market cap is this. You know, at, you know, generic altcoin, digibyte digibytes, all uh uh. I'm trying not to say nano. Uh, Digibytes, you know, market cap is this. No, no, no. What's Lightning Network's market cap compared to Digibytes? Because that's what Lightning Network is trying to compete with. Lightning Network is saying it can do what Digibyte does or what Nano does or what XRP does or what or what Stellar does. So what's that market cap? Because that's what you have to compare it to. Because the main chain of BTC can't compare to any of those. 
and, and they claim that Lightning Network is the answer. So what's the market cap on Lightning Network? So that, like, to me, I'm pretty sure the market cap of Digibyte is way higher than the market cap of Lightning Network. Don't quote me on that, but I feel like that's the case. <laughs> Especially since Lightning Network doesn't even work, you know, 80% of the time. Yeah. But I think that might be, I think that'd be a really interesting thing to a good data scraping Python experiment for me is figuring out the uh or for somebody out there who actually knows what they're doing figuring out the market cap of lightning network and comparing it to altcoins that um claim that they can do what lightning network does better and see if the market cap is higher yeah i mean i i, uh, I still don't i i mean lightning network uh, okay great it just it sounds like an altcoin to me that's what the Lightning Network sounds like. Sorry, guys. An altcoin that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, well, it sounds like a broken altcoin. I mean, it sounds like you're. It's, it sounds like a token system, basically. Um, of Honestly, course, I don't it really sounds know, like every, Cardano to me. Or it, it sounds, sounds like, like Cardano. This the thing that the thing that's nev that that's never going to actually launch. How many years but, later, and it still hasn't really launched? Lightning Network doesn't have like a douchebag mascot, right? Or does it? They've Lightning Network needs a douchebag mascot. It needs a cowboy mascot. A <laughs> wannabe cowboy mascot. Um, Just kidding, fun. Charles. We're sure. I'm sure you're a, a nice guy. But come on, dude. Stop acting like you're fucking 50. You're like 28, bro. And you look like you're 50 <laughs> like and you act like you're 50. <laughs> he, gets off, he gets off on being like an old professor <laughs> mathematician dude. <laughs> He's like 28 years old, 30 years old. It's like you can, you can barely <laughs> well, fucking legally day. rent a car in this country. It's like, stop acting like you're some like old guy. <laughs> yeah. You still get carded to buy fucking cigarettes, yeah. dude. Like you're not that old. <laughs> So I I, was, I think I'm going to change the subject for a second because I'm curious okay. I'm, I'm curious about this. this has been something that's been coming up in crypto has been the uh, non fungible tokens the NFTs we had we had yeah. uh, we had Joey Looney who created the Peppy Cash thing back in 2016 or 2017 are you are you on that I, kind of uh, first name basis with him where you call him Joey <laughs> Joey Lo Lo Looney what what do you call him Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe I call him Joey. I like I I like to make him sound like he's really small. Um, anyway, so NFTs is weird because I so all of a sudden they've gotten really popular and I I at first I was like did something new come out? Is there like a Lightning Network for NFTs or is there a new NFT token system? Because I thought we already had the NFT thing with CryptoKitties in 2017. So yeah. I'm not sure if I'm missing out, but NFTs are just unique tokens that are basically used as trading cards on Ethereum. So why are people freaking out now? Do you have any idea? Is it just like a, just a fad like anything else? This is truly Beanie Babies. I honestly think it's people with money are trying to keep excitement in the space. And so as soon as one thing dies down, they <laughs> steer the dies. the next thing. I see. Yeah. DeFi is going down. Quick, quick, quick. quick. Get out the crypto kitties. Get out the crypto kitties. Well, I mean, yeah. then they did it with DeFi. Then they, now they're jumping back to NFTs and they'll probably jump back to ICOs next. And then it's just like, mm. it's just, okay. I mean, it's just a revolving door of trying to keep money in the space because what happens is the average person loses interest and they kind of slowly start to pull their money out 
and then to the next big hype thing comes and they're like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. And so if they can if they can shorten that cycle in between what's popular, you know, like that that new cool hit uh-huh. uh, uh, hip bar or whatever, if they can keep those cycles shorter, they can keep people in, in into it, like into yeah, the space. I guess so. And keep their and keep their money into the space, which is all they really care about because they just want to take their money. Because all these things are are ways a, to take average people's money. I can only see a use for NFTs if they're part of some program or application or game. Like that would be a pretty cool use if like you're the only person that can actually unlock this door or something like that. But as a as a or maybe as something that makes you the owner of an actual physical piece of art. Like if if your token is is associated with your identity and allows you to actually exchange something. Um, that way, if somebody broke into your house and stole your Monet or whatever, that wouldn't work if if they couldn't unless they stole the NFT to NFT as well. Otherwise, an NFT, I don't know, it just doesn't make much sense to me. Just, I guess it's just a Beanie Baby thing. Pretty easy to make. Well, I, th- I think. Easy to make. I mean, I understand the. I understand the concept of it's like it's like Ready Player One. Eventually, they want a decentralized place where. You know, somebody creates something, but it's just like, it just, it doesn't make sense because let's say like, oh, I got the Back to the Future DeLorean. There's only one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to make a smack to, smack to the Moocher DeLorean that has three spokes instead of four, but otherwise looks exactly the same. Well, that's not nearly as cool, like, if you If you, if you, ch- if you change the code just a little bit, like... I mean, right. it's it's like the same thing with fucking with, with Louis de Vuitton, get a bunch like of Louis Vuitton purses. Right. Yeah, it's like who the fuck right. cares? Because from a because oh, it's man. it's like it, you know it's the joke about Monet. From really far away, it looks great. From up close, it's a complete mess. But who the fuck cares? Because how often do people come come up that close and and really examine it? Like, are they really going to notice? I don't have the, the the one patch sewn on the inside of my fucking Louis Vuitton bag. Like, who who cares? It's just like I'm the only really, person who knows you spent ten thousand dollars on that bag is you. <laughs> it's like I I'm cares? actually really kinda I'm a little I'm a little scared of um crypto and virtual reality joining forces. I, I'm I'm worried about that because you see how much the internet right now is run on advertisements. It's just like an adver- ad fest everywhere. Like everything on the yeah. internet is run on ads and the money that ads uh, generate. So when we yeah. have a virtual reality world where basically not only can you put an advertisement on, on on everything, but you can buy everything right in front of you right there. Can you just imagine the the ad fest that virtual reality will be? Like just everything everything that you look at will be an advertisement finally they can do it they can put an ad every single millimeter virtual millimeter of your life and the, i'm the scared only about thing that. the only reason i think that might not happen is because ar has been out for years now at least like five or six years now maybe even 10 years mm-hmm. um and people have no fucking desire to use it 
Well, what is it so for? Like, I don't want to walk down a street and wear glasses <laughs> and have directions <laughs> pop up and some clippy guy say, yeah. hey, press this right here. It's like, I'm, I'm trying oh, yeah. to fucking avoid getting hit by cars. I don't want to be looking <laughs> at all this AR shit I, in front of me, like in my face. It's like, no, uh, like, I, I don't. I, I can think of one cool use for AR and it's like doing magic tricks. That's about it. <laughs> or like impressing little <laughs> kids. Like that's all I can think of to do with AR is like, oh, you want to like have an elephant in your hands? Like hold out your hands and hold the <laughs> elephant. Like that's all I can think to do is dumb shit like that. Or yeah, so like, so like but or, from an education or make standpoint, really cool art. No, no, but from an education standpoint, like if you're in yes. a, if you're in a, in a, an enclosed safe space, where you can interact with AR without hurting yourself or other driving people. a big rig. <laughs> exactly. I think it's a great idea, but Elephants I don't like, I don't like instead of, instead of doing that, people are like, Hey, let's let people walk down the street and virtually interact with stuff. Like, and not look at the people coming at them <laughs> or the cars coming at them. Like people don't really, mm-hmm. here's the thing about, about people and then engineering um, and the coding world, and this is my big complaint. Goes going back to the school is by getting those people who are just who can make every single leap and bound. Usually, those are the people who don't talk to other people that well, and they don't think about everyday human interaction because they don't have everyday human interactions. And it's not a knock on them. We all have our our weaknesses and our strengths, and historically you know, these are these were my roommates in college and and people I, you know I went to school with and historically they weren't the best at the socializing right like they weren't the best at picking up on girls or talking to guys or like they just weren't the best at it they that was that was usually their weakness and so if those are the people creating like mark mark, mark zuckerberg if those are people creating the software and the hardware for humans, for actual humans to interact with other other humans, well, it's going to be lacking because they don't. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't know how to interact with other human beings, so he can't create code to help people interact with other human beings if he doesn't know how to interact with other human beings. Like that's the fault. Like that's the fault in AI. Also, it's just like AI can't tell if you're a racist or not. It just does what you tell it to do. You're the one setting the parameters. So if you're a complete white supremacist. Even if you don't know, well, now the AI is. So that's why you have to have some kind of like ethics panel or board or something like kind of working with these teams, working with these companies, because there is just so much fucking shit that they just, oh, I never thought of that. Really? You never thought of a foreign nation using your messaging platform to push propaganda? That's like fucking... I mean, all you have to do is read one history book from from World War II. And you would know that that's like the first thing a rogue state's going to do, a rogue nation's going to do, is use this platform that reaches every single person on the planet to push propaganda. I mean, the fact that he didn't see that shows why he shouldn't be in charge because he has no foresight because he doesn't interact well with human beings. He doesn't understand what human beings do or think or want in life. I don't know what that dude's, you know, and, this, and I don't, you know, nothing wrong with, with Mark Zuckerberg 
outside of that. Like it doesn't mean he's a bad person. It just means that he needs help. He shouldn't be allowed to do those things on his own when it comes to 7 billion people. And that's yeah. the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, keep going. Uh, uh, I, 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 I have lots of opinions about Mark Zuckerberg, yes. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to run for president. I wonder. I, that would be hysterical. I mean, that you would be so? worse. Yeah. Honestly, I think that would be worse than Donald Trump, uh, tr- uh, the, the Donald Trump yeah. presidency. I, I think so, too. I mean, well, so Facebook making their own quote-unquote cryptocurrency to me is like, okay, they're making a bank. They're creating a bank. Got it? Yeah. That's a big step yeah. for a social media platform. That is basically, that's that whether they create it or not, that is a statement to the world. That's like saying we're not just a you know a place where you can talk to your your relatives and hook up with people or whatever we are uh you know we're gonna have a there's yeah we're a bank and then the banks are very closely tied to the government in this country <clears throat> special interest groups and all that so what makes facebook any different and if they are doing their own thing and Mark Zuckerberg's buying islands in Hawaii or whatever the fuck he's doing, which is another really egregious yeah. thing for for oh, all kinds of reasons. But like, let's let's fucking. I mean, Hawaii never for, wanted for us there in the first place. White and now we've yeah, got another white, white 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 billionaire going there, going. Well, let me just buy some islands because what can I do with islands besides making them into countries? Um, I yeah. wonder if Facebook has its own militia at this point. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they. Maybe there is I'm a sure, Facebook. I mean, they have militia. their own security security force. Uh, Obviously, man, they have their own can security. You imagine I if they've got an armed army. Like, well, okay, so so uh, let, let's let's think let's think about this. Zuckerberg, if he decided, I want, I don't like the way the government is run. Let's say they come back off. They come after him really hard, which the government does because he has a lot of power. He's got a lot of control over what people think is news, right? So yeah. so he, he decides, I don't like being badgered by Congress anymore. I don't want to go there anymore. I don't want to have to make my claim. I'm going to try to change the rules. So far, he hasn't done that. And I'm kind of grateful a- he that he- He absolutely has. He absolutely okay, well, has. Maybe, he, he, All maybe those private he, he dinners has. that he's had with Trump. Yeah. Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe that. he has. Okay, so he's he's gonna, he's trying to change things through the ear of the president. Probably trying to lobby uh, Congress and and the Senate. So the next step is, hey, I'm gonna pull a Kanye and like claim I'm gonna run for president or whatever the fuck. <sighs> I mean, he's not. He is somebody that has so, so much power. He can invoke God mode if he wants, probably. Not legally, but who yeah. gives a fuck if you're Facebook and you can do that? What are the repercussions? You can just yeah. declare, or like, we're, we're going to have to bomb him or whatever. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, of course, this is like a very uninformed, uneducated scenario like i haven't really thought much of this through i'm just hold hold the phone here if someone like that were to uneducated uninformed opinion on the keyword crypto podcast no yeah 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 
That no, would no, never no, no, happen no, no. on this podcast. We are. I am a expert. <laughs> I am an expert on being uninformed and uneducated. So, um, you know, I'm just putting words after other words. We are the to best make at that. sentences happen. <laughs> And uh, I'm just, you talked a lot in this podcast. I'm just trying to keep up, all right? We're the the fucking monkeys that eventually type out fucking a Shakespeare script of Shakespeare play. We talk so much, eventually genius comes out, but it takes like 10,000 years for it to happen. Well, just just wait. Zuck's actually going to run for president, I bet. Something like that. I don't don't doubt it. I think he's narcissistic enough to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. He's going to get bored I think people soon. like him surround himself. Thing. People like him surround himself with yes men. And I, uh, that's what happens. I mean, all of these billionaires, you know, Elon Musk and Peter Thiel, they get bored at a certain point. And what's the next move? It's probably, it's, it's always so far the really old billionaires are the guys that have gotten bored. They're like, well, I just want to keep my billions and keep growing. And I want to have, have sex with underage people or whatever. Then they take control of government and they get all kinds of uh, influence and they get all kinds of blackmail and shit like that. That hasn't really happened to the younger billionaires yet. And I consider Elon Musk to be a younger billionaire, somebody. And and yeah. all, all of these younger billionaires also love being celebrities, too. I mean, oh, yeah. Z- Zuckerberg is probably trying to figure out how to not be a celebrity. He probably doesn't want people to even know his name anymore because he's getting to that point. But Elon Musk loves it. He's gonna go mine asteroids for gold and and uh, and whatever else he's gonna do. But eventually, he's just gonna become like any of the other billionaires, and probably want to have sex with underage people and lobby the government and take control that way too. Probably, I don't know. I you know Elon Musk. I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe maybe you're into legal people. Hopefully, you're into legal people. I mean, Legal people. That's another the, episode with Jeffrey Epstein and all them. <laughs> oh, that's true. Aren't there pictures of him at those parties? He was no, dating well, I, someone I, I pretty mean, young. Yeah, but, he just had a baby with her. No, I mean, and, and yeah. that one picture with with uh, what's her name, Jeffrey Epstein's sex crimes partner. With uh, yeah, uh, Ma- Maxwell that Gieslaine, that Gieslaine picture Maxwell, was obviously right? like she walked up behind him and had somebody take a picture to make it look like. I mean, that was pretty. That was pretty clear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really don't like Elon anymore. I think he's kind of you know crossed <laughs> over into cuckoo, cuckoo land. But I also don't like just because I don't just so I mean like just because I dislike somebody. There's a lot of times I'll watch. I mean, I fucking hate Trump. I fucking hate Trump. There's a lot mm-hmm. of times I'll watch a video. Everyone's like, all the all the like the hardcore liberals are like screaming and yelling. He's like, see how see how awful he is from that video. And I watch it. I'm just like, I, I don't I don't get it. I mean, I don't like him, but I don't see anything wrong with that video. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. and I fucking hate so, Trump. So it's very easy for me to dislike it. But you know, I just, I'm just I've always been that kind of guy where it's just like I. Like, give me some, show me something to actually scream at, and I'll scream at it. But like, don't show me something just bland and expect me to get all fucking, you know, bent out of shape out of it, like I have been all podcast. <laughs> uh, so we're fifty-two <laughs> minutes in, and I know that the Nano Reply guys have sat patiently listening this entire time, and I just want to say <laughs> that the last episode that we released with Mario. Um, I'm, I, I was really stoked to see how many people listened to that and how many people jumped into the conversation and 
how you guys made such like great uh, uh your comments were like there wasn't that much profanity and and shit talking and all that i thought it was really grown up and that's so refreshing in the crypto space yeah. that we were able to have an actual debate i think we might have scared off mario i'm not sure if he's coming back i how, where did you where did you think that that debate landed because i would i read through it and i was like i don't i can't follow mario anymore because i knew he's picking apart something He's picking apart one detail of Nano when there's all kinds of details of Bitcoin that we could also pick apart, and it's really yeah. hard for me to like. That's that's he hasn't convinced me yet. I, I'm sorry, Mario, you haven't convinced me, and so I don't know. I was curious what your take on that was. Well, we did ask him to pick apart Nano. We didn't say pick apart Nano and defend BTC. So I think when I, I, I gave him specific parameters to look at the double spend. Um, and we asked him, you know, what about the double spend? We need, we, we need people to start picking apart Nano. Or, you know, the Nano community needs, to, needs people to start picking apart Nano. All the alts need people to start picking apart the, the faults and the strengths and start attacking it. So... You know, we want we want the cream to rise to the top. We want the good ones to rise to the top. Um, and so I don't, I didn't, I didn't take it as that way. I did take umbrage with the fact that people were explaining stuff, and then he was like conveniently not noticing those tweets. Yeah. And so I texted him. I, I DM'd him. I was like, "Hey, what about this one?" And he's like, "Oh, I didn't see that." With well, you know, thanks for thanks for. I just think you know it was one guy against like twenty, so I do think <laughs> that eventually, and 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 that was them toning it down too, big time. I mean, they definitely yeah, toned it down. Tell. But I think, but I think like there's there's you can only expect so much out of one person. Mario's one person, so you can't expect him to spend, you know, three days, you know, going at it with ten different nano people. Because ten different nano people can cycle through. They can come on for a couple hours, then go away for a couple hours, then go. You know, where it, you know the expectation is Mars is going to stay there the entire time. Like he, you know, he has to work. <laughs> he has to pay rent. You know, he he lives he lives in a in an apart. He lives in a house with like six other young oh, people, yeah. and so obviously <laughs> he's not a millionaire. <laughs> so he he does have yeah. to he does have to work a, a full time job to pay his rent. So yeah. uh, you know. Let, let, let's let's not pretend that like he's just like sitting on a beach somewhere <laughs> lapping up the sun yeah, that's funny. with those like jesus like jesus like locks in his head um you know <laughs> he, he did describe he, his house as like having having roommates <laughs> that were up all night so yeah it's like a frat house for nerds i get i mean so it's like revenge of the nerds it, it, i kind of got that impression it's just like a bunch of like coders <laughs> from all over the country I, barely I, speak english yeah. and in they're all in this, in this in house together yeah that's right <laughs> so i that's mean right. that's like i didn't i didn't uh i brought up some stuff and he said like he's like honestly I, i'm so overwhelmed with work like you know, let me you know he, he said hit, hit me up at the end of the week and i'll I'll come, I'll jump back in and we can talk about those things. Okay, um, good. So that's where it was left. Nice. I'm not sure if he wants to come on. So I'll spill the bean. I don't know if I'm supposed to spill the, I don't know if I'm allowed to spill the beans. Don't so spill we had the somebody, beans. I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be coy. 
we had somebody from the Nano team um, ask somebody. to find a BTC person to debate them about double spends on Nano. Mm-hmm. And they want to have like a full debate on our show and kind of go at it. Not go at it, you know, not go at it, but just like really kind of dig into this stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be healthy. And, and, and we can't find anybody to, um, to take the not BTC worth side. Their time. It's not worth their time. Ugh, it's just, God, to actually, well, act, to actually have a conversation with an altcoin person. <laughs> <laughs> to deign to say, no. So, so Mario DM'd me and JJ and said, um, one of the other guys on, on the Unhashed podcast with him, everybody else wants him to come on and debate somebody on Nano, and they're actually creating a fund to pay him to do it because he doesn't want to do it, you know, this guy, <laughs> but they're they're coming up with a fund, like with a GoFundMe page or something like that yeah. to pay him to come on, come on our to, show. We need money. <laughs> I'm like, all right, yeah, so hey, that he whatever. Can take as that long money, as I'm not the one that paying him. And buy- <laughs> He's going to take that money and buy more Bitcoin with it, (laughs) or he might buy some Nano with it if we can convince him. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's funny. I think it's funny. I think it's funny. I'm not. I'm not. uh, I think that would be a good challenge. Is say uh, you know all say half the money that that you get that they raise to pay you, half of it should either go to Bitcoin or Nano, depending on Mm -hmm. if you feel you were swayed a little bit. And it'll just be the honor system, you know, kind of like Trump with COVID at the last debate, the honor system <laughs> that, that you took the test. Okay, I'm sorry. pretty agnostic about this stuff. I mean, like you guys know that I've never been the nano show on this show, but it's been entertaining to yeah. watch and the community around nano has been awesome. And it's been great to learn about how nano works and about how Bitcoin works. It's been the one thing that has, that has, that has, opened up a bit of nuance about both Bitcoin and altcoins that most people don't know anything about. And that's great. So with that, I think we have a pretty good show unless you want to add anything else. I hate takers. (laughs) What's that? Say that again. Burn them all to the ground. (laughs) Burn. There we go. Burn the takers. (laughs) Burn the, <laughs> burn the takers, burn them burn, all. <laughs> baby, burn, burn. Baby, I, and I'm burn. changing. So yeah. I don't know if, if you're on Twitter and the Proud Boys said they were going to stand up with Trump after the last debate and the gay people were like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck this. We're the actual <laughs> Proud Boys. And they co-opted the name Proud Boys and made it and made it for gay people. And I'm yeah. like, I'm going to do that with Taker and Maker. Because all these fucking, Ooh. all these uh, rich people who claim to be makers, no, they're the ones fucking, they're the ones taking everything. The makers mm. are the ones who are actually building everything, and that's the fucking employees. The employees are doing all the work. They're the ones making everything. The rich people are taking all the money and not paying their taxes and running away with it. They're the fucking takers. Yeah. So I'm, I'm claiming yeah. that word, I'm claiming that word back. We're the fucking makers. We're the ones working hard. We're the ones with calluses on our hands. You're the one sitting on a beach not doing anything anymore. You're a fucking taker. I think we so, should yeah. probably get some rest. <laughs> I think it's probably a good I'm time too to hyped take up some now. Advil. I'm never, some Advil, going, I'm never going chill to bed out. now. <laughs> 
You know, you got to meditate for a bit. We'll be okay. <laughs> Netflix and I'm chill with yourself. I'm going back to my frustrating you know. Coursera class. Seriously, I'm going to spend oh another boy. two hours on this fucking, oh, God. It's so infuriating. Well, so infuriating. I mean, it'll make you a better Python programmer in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I got weeded out too, man. I, I it, it didn't make any sense to me. See, I, I teach at a school where they basically accept everyone except only about 20% of the students graduate. So we weed them out, but it's not because, I mean, we, we give everybody an opportunity and like they, if they don't want, if they don't want to learn, if they don't want to do the work or whatever, then it's like, it, that's, that's the way it works is rather than limit enrollment to only a few people and then let everyone slide or whatever and then weed people out entirely. I always make sure that people well, are going mean, to learn if they want to learn. That's the we thing. Really so like from my aspect, I've had I've had 20 I've had 20 uh like example problems that I had to work on over the last two two and a half weeks. And I've gotten all of them except for one. Uh-huh. And the one and and that last one took me 3 days and I eventually figured it out. But it took three days and I was slamming my head against the wall and it didn't and it and it turned out that it didn't have anything to do with anything he had taught. It was oh, stuff from sucks. from from the chapter after from the next chapter. Mm-hmm. We were just sucks. supposed to like maybe I guess read ahead. So that's just like so I, that, that's the frustrating thing is like I feel like I'm dumb half the time, even though I'm solving every single problem. And it's not it's like I feel like I'm I'm having the rug pulled out from under me the under me every single time and i'm and i'm realizing that had i had better of teachers course. i could have been an engineer right now just because like i know all this stuff mm-hmm. i'm i'm competent it's not difficult for me at all reading python yeah. after two weeks is fucking really easy for me that's great yeah it's it's so it's, imagine it's like a, three years of it like definitely an education system problem I mean, we just don't know how to yeah. teach people in this country we've we've told people that education is something that they need to strive for not something that we need to give and that's a, that's a problem well see i disagree i think in the arts they are extremely mm-hmm. good teachers in um Maybe. the medical the, the medical field very very good mm-hmm. teachers because they have this motto called see one do one teach one mm-hmm. and then so you so you watch somebody do it, then you do it yourself, then you teach somebody else how to do it. So it's so mm-hmm. it's they teach you the theory, then they have you do real world problems over and over and over and over and over again to get it in your muscle memory. Why we're not doing that with math and the science in this country is fucking unreal. Because mental memory is what allows people to not have to think so hard all the time. And you don't want people to have to think like super hard all the time about like the basic menial shit. And that's, and that's how we're weeding people out is like, we're not allowing people to build up that strength before we send them out into the world. And it's just like, it's just, but we do it in the arts. We do it in the medical field, but for engineering, math and science, it's like, it's, I guess medical field is technically science but like i mean like physics and stuff like that maybe no it's not really i don't think it is i think medical is actually something different medical is not really because math and si- math and science can still be an intellectual experience i don't think medicine is but anyway that's yeah a, i mean another I think, conversation I, yeah biology I, I mean biology is technically science but i wouldn't really think of it as yeah. as a science i mean i think it's of it more really, as biology yeah. like a whole separate separate thing so 
Okay, okay. let's end this podcast. I'm getting tired. Yes. Um, everybody, see you next week. Thank you for listening. And Michael, thank you for ranting. Yes, my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>